Well, it's great to be here on the first Sunday of a new year, and a uh, happy new year to everybody in the church here, and to all on Zoom, and I'm sure uh, God will bless us today as we listen uh, to his word. As I look back over the past uh, few months, the Lord has just laid in his heart over the past few months when Graham's asked me to speak, just to speak about uh, a few a few different subjects, and I felt the Lord has laid each one in my heart, and there seems to have been a wee theme uh, going through it all, and uh, I think maybe because of the situation that we found ourselves uh, in uh, last year from, from March onwards, and I spoke about the, the Lord being a shield, if you remember, and the armour of God. I did a bookmark also, just a way back at the beginning of the year in Psalm 3, and the bookmark was on, on verse 3. And interestingly enough, that was about the Lord shielding us and how we've needed that, haven't we, uh, this year. And uh, so I've spoken about the armour that we need for protection, and then also about God's presence when we feel as though we're in the fiery furnace and going through the storm. We've just needed God's presence, haven't we? And also spoke about being resilient. That was my big word, being resilient in 220. And we created a, a new Christian word for new beginnings, uh, bounce back ability. Bounce back ability. And uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's your new word because the word for the year was lockdown. And... Uh, I didn't think that was a very good one. So I thought bounce back ability was really good uh, for us. And uh, this Sunday, the Lord's just led me to speak on 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and uh, verse 8 and 9. But I'm going to look at different aspects of the chapter. And I don't know if you can see that, but that's the wee bookmark that we have in the church. Uh, whether, I'm sh whether you can pick that up or, or not, I'm not sure. But that's the bookmark we've done for this year. And uh, I've got a wee slide on it, and I'll show you it uh, in a minute or two. So it is important that in our personal life, our family life, our work life, in my situation, my retirement, I don't feel as if I'm retired. We're looking after grandkids most of the week, so it doesn't feel as though I'm retired. It feels like a kind of full-time job. Also in the community, along with our neighbours and new beginnings. Here's the big one for us, I think, in, in 2021 this year. Keep persistence at the heart of 2021. And we'll share the verses in the bookmark a wee bit later on. But I think that's my, me my message for today. Uh, keep persistence at the heart of of 2021 and last week Liz and John and Graham all mentioned the importance of keeping going in fact Graham probably doesn't realize this but it was a confirmation of me speaking this uh, sermon today that at the end of Graham's reflection he said all of us in new beginnings don't lose heart all of us in new beginnings don't lose heart brothers and sisters it's important, those in the church and those at home, in 2021, don't lose heart. 
keep persistence at the heart of this year. Now, I just want to read together a few verses from uh, 2 Corinthians in chapter 4, and I've highlighted them, and maybe you could, you could read the rest of the chapter uh, when you go home, but I'll just share a few verses that are highlighted in red. Therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we're engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. Verse 6, For it is the God who said, Let light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts, to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in clay jars, so that it may be made clear that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. And uh, just the verse in 16 and 17. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away. Our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Amen. And God will bless to us that reading of his word. I'll do what I do every day, every time I speak here. I'll just take my watch off. And as I say each time that I take it off, I know you know what that means. Absolutely nothing. But I'll take it off anyway. And we'll try and uh, stick rigidly to what I'm going to say. Tommy Proctor was speaking to John, uh, John Leach, I think, uh, and he said, they were talking about keep taking notes when you're speaking, having notes. And John says to Tommy, the reason I speak with notes, Tommy, is so that when I go home, I remember, I can, I'm able to read all the things I forgot to say, which I thought was really good. And I'm kind of in that boat myself because sometimes I go slightly off at a tangent, as you know, but we'll try to keep uh, strictly to, to what's been in my heart and what's been in my mind. God's really spoken to me, brothers and sisters, over the past wee while. So I know that this word is a word for new beginnings. And if it's a word for new beginnings, it's a word for you and it's a word for me. So just some thoughts to, to save us from losing heart in 2021. How many of us have been in a situation or situations where we feel almost like losing heart? And the Lord says, keep going, I am with you. Keep going. That's our hope in the Lord. We're afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not driven to despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. We're knocked down, but we're not knocked out. Remember that as Christians. You might be knocked down. But the Lord won't allow you to be knocked out. I kind of felt this was a wee bit like I am jolly when I wrote it. Uh, has life been getting you down in recent times? 
you know, I kind of put that down and I thought, Ching Sandy, you sound like I am jolly in, in the New Year's message. Do you sometimes feel you're at the end of yourself? You know, I kind of felt, oh, what am I saying that for? And then I thought, uh, listen, a lot of us, we feel as if we've been at the end of ourselves. And we don't need Ricky Fulton, who sadly has passed away, to tell us that. We don't need to look back at the old I am jollies. We've certainly felt down at times. We've felt as if we've been struggling at times. We've felt as if we've been at the end of our tether. Persistence. Keep going. Keep going. Enduring. Stickability. Hanging on in. These are qualities and new beginnings that are crucial for us in 2021. Keep going. Be persistent. Hang on in. When you feel like losing heart, keep going. Why? Because Jesus is with you. Jesus is with us. So persistence is a wonderful quality. It also uh, can drive you daft. Persistence can drive you daft. Persistence in my house can drive me daft. When Abby says, uh, Grandpa, three words, can I get? <laughs> Grandpa, can I get? Now you would think these three words would be no problem. But when they're said a thousand times, Grandpa, can I get? Grandpa, can I get? Grandpa, can I get? Or are we, Andrew? The word, even the word grandpa. When the word, I know the word grandpa is followed by, have we any burgers, grandpa? Grandpa, would you make me one of your lattes? Grandpa, can I get a cup of tea and put plenty of sugar in it, grandpa? Grandpa, my, grandpa, my pad's down at 3%. Would you charge it up for me? And it goes on and on and on. It's persistent. It goes on and on and on. And you just do it because it saves them from going on and on and on. Margaret, uh, Sandy, that wall's needing a wee bit touched up. I promised I would never say anything about Margaret, but it just come into my mind. <laughs> Sandy, that, that wall's needing a wee bit touched up. But you don't need to do it right now. It's okay. Oh, that's good. I don't need to do it right now. I'll make myself a cup of tea. Sandy, that wall's needing touched up. But listen, just leave it. Sandy, remember I mentioned you about that wall needing touched up. Well, you don't need to do it right away. And then eventually it gets to, by the way, Sandy, see that wall? I'll just do it myself. Right? And then, because it's something I've maybe been needing to do for about two years. So then I go and get the paint and I touch it up and everything's okay. So persistence. Persistence is wonderful. But sometimes it can get to you. I've been very persistent in my New Year resolution. For the past 20 years, my New Year resolution has been to lose weight. To lose weight for 20 years. If the beginning Sunday of every year, my New Year resolution for 20 years has been to lose weight. I put on four stone. Make it five. Right, make it five. I put on five stone. But I'll tell you this, if we can make this a New Year resolution or even just to resolve, to be persistent in Jesus. This would be a great quality, endurance, persistence, keep going, hanging in. Now, just some, some thoughts from 2 Corinthians. Uh, and, and how to hang on. 
when you feel like you can't take any more of your troubles. That's the wee bookmark I wanted to show you that, that we've done. And uh, for folks in the in Zoom, uh, that's the bookmark that, that, you know, I think somehow, I know between Graham and Nicola, they'll, they'll, get, they'll get it to you. Uh, they're just wonderful at doing these things. And, and uh, I'll let Graham and Nicola sort out the mechanics of that. I'm not able to do it. But, uh, but that's the bookmark. And uh, just just put it in your Bible as you, you go through the rest of the year. And a wee, a wee reminder just that we're, we're sometimes knocked down, but we're never, we're never going to be knocked out. Don't lose heart. That's the big one. Don't lose heart. Therefore, since it's by God's mercy that we're engaged in this ministry, don't lose heart. Do you know if you're a Christian in here and on Zoom, you're engaged in God's ministry? Well, hang on a minute, Sandy. How can I be engaged in God's ministry? The fact that we show and share the love of God. If you're in the coffee house, when people come in and you just, you're nice to them, you're accommodating, you give them a warm welcome, that's a ministry. A ministry of welcoming, a ministry of encouragement, a ministry of prayer. We're all involved in ministry. It's a big word and we think ministry is for ministers. Ministry is for each one of us. And you know why? Because we've received the Holy Spirit. We've received the Holy Spirit. Paul preached the gospel boldly. Why did he preach the gospel boldly? Because he was a wonderful preacher. No, because he had the Holy Spirit in him. And that gave him the heart and all his difficulties, through all his troubles, he didn't lose heart. It's important, dear friends, to remember how great salvation we have in us. It's important. As we get into 2021, what will stop you losing heart? Remember the great salvation that we have in us. We've received mercy. We didn't deserve it, but we've received mercy. And Paul preached his gospel humbly. It's important to be humble. He knew his call to serve God, and he served God humbly. He knew that the ability to have, that he had was because of God's mercy. Whatever you have today is because of God's mercy. Sometimes we don't think we have much to give, nor do we fully appreciate who we have empowering us. So we've got a tendency to lose heart easily. Hang on to the fact that the Lord is with you, empowering you, empowering you. I don't know if you notice my wee fancy doodads when I'm changing slides here. It's Joe Brown commented on it earlier, you know. I can't do very much. I don't know how I can do these PowerPoint things because I'm, I'm absolutely hopeless. But uh, somebody showed me, maybe it was Graham, how to do these wee fancy things. And it, it kind of, it makes you look, you know, as if you're reasonably smart. Your character and integrity, they matter in 2021. I'm just going to be one minute in this. We've renounced shameful ways of doing things. What the Apostle Paul says, when we preach the gospel, we preach it openly. We preach it truthfully. And we share God's message. Now, this is important. 
It's important that we share God's message openly and truthfully and honestly. honestly. But we don't share it brutally with people. That we're compassionate. We're kind. We share it in God's love. So we need to have integrity and character and be straightforward in sharing and showing our faith. And listen, if it's rooted in a heart of love and compassion, then others will see a difference in us. They'll see the light of Jesus shining in us. We've got that in abundance in new beginnings. We've got that in abundance. We've got it in abundance in the, in the church here and in Zoom. People that have got compassion, we're a people with good hearts. We're a people who share things honestly, but sensitively and tactfully. And that's so important in this world that we live in today. I just want to spend a wee bit of time in this because I think it's a really important one. Let the light of Jesus shine in you and out of you. Now, if you let the light of Jesus shine in you, you don't want it to shine on you, so the spotlight's in you. When the light of Jesus shines in us, we also need it to shine out of us. We need it to shine out of us. For it is God who said, let the light shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. John 1 and 5 says, God is light, in him there's no darkness at all. And light is the essence of God as well as love. His light reflects his love. The way we share and show his light reflects God's love, God's light. And his, his plan is that we at New Beginnings shine out his light becoming more like Christ every day. New beginnings people should be known for being shining lights, for radiating. Do you realize you're a radiator? I bet you come in, you come in here today, you never thought for one minute you were a radiator. To radiate the light of God's love. How important is that? That's what God ask, asks of us. In verse 6, we can see that in order for the light to shine, there needs to be a background of darkness. To see the light, there needs to be a background of darkness. For it is God that said that the creation, as we know, let light shine out of darkness. At the very creation, way back in Genesis. Because if light doesn't shine out of darkness, we don't know what light looks like. Aloe fiber optics at Christmas. I'm telling you, see if I had my own way. Our, our, our living room and outside our house, it would be full of fiber optics. And we've got some at the moment, you know, these lights that shine over the wall and all that. Our neighbors must be just fed up with us because we've got all these lights shining, you know. And I love just driving about in the car. I mean, we were going to McDonald's with the kids last week and I says to Margaret, I'm going to take a wee run down to View Park. She says, oh, Sandy, what are you going to View Park for? We're going to McDonald's. I says, I want to let the kids see this couple of gardens here. 
So I, I travelled about four miles, five miles to let the kids see one garden. The kids weren't even interested in it. And you want to have seen the light show. It was wonderful. And I was just mesmerised. I loved it. And uh, there we are. Andrew says, Grandpa, when are we going to McDonald's? Yeah. But but at the end of the day, can you imagine putting a, la- a laser show on during the, during the day? You know? Philippians 2 and 15 likens God's children who are blameless and pure to be shining stars in the sky. Here's another one for everybody in Zoom. For my brother Brian, through in Perth. I'm always telling him he's a shining light, but he doesn't believe it. The scripture's telling you here, brother, you're a star. It tells you here, God's children are blameless and pure and shine like stars in the sky. So everybody in new beginnings, for stars, sometimes I don't feel like a star. Sometimes you don't feel like a star. But Jesus, Jesus, look, uh, you know, use light as a, a picture of good works. That people might see your good deeds. Light illuminates. Light illuminates. We know light, light illuminates. And it, it brings safety. I look across from our house to East Kilbride and right over to Glasgow. Now, if we had no lights, things that would be real major problems in the roads. And I just looked out the other night and I thought, how wonderful that looks. And light, as we know, illuminates and brings safety. And light is also a cleansing agent. I didn't realise light was so much of a cleansing agent, but uh, we've got a We've got a few nurses around here and uh, medical people. And uh, I was reading that one of the reasons that, they've, that they build a lot of glass in hospitals is not just for depression, etc. It's actually allow light in because light is a cleansing agent through its ultraviolet rays, etc. And it's also cleansing for cleaning water, etc. I remember many years ago uh, being at uh, at Filey. I don't know if the older ones here will remember going to Filey. It was a great journey for the year and wonderful holidays. We got holidays. We got we got up to some mad stuff at Filey that I don't even want to tell you about. But I remember this wonderful preacher. He was called Sidlow Baxter, and he was a very middle class gentleman. What a wonderful man of God. I think I've still got a couple of his books. And he was talking about going to see this young lady. He described this, this girl as a, a young lady. And he put his, he was going in the afternoon and put his good, his good suit on. And he would, had to nip through the woods. And it was a beautiful sunny day. And the, 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 the light glades were shining through the trees. And he was just looking forward to going to see this young lady and having an afternoon tea with us. That's what I did for Margaret when I asked Margaret out. We went for afternoon tea. Uh, but when he, he had his good suit on, and, and when he when he got to the edge of the woods, he looked down and he thought, oh, I'm really clean, and he wiped his trousers, and he thought, oh, that's fine. But when he went out of the woods and the full glare of the sun came down, he looked down and he realised how dirty he was. And what he said was, when you go into the full glare of the sun, you realise how much you need 
the cleansing. When we allow the Son into our life, God's Son, the Lord Jesus, who is light, we realize how much we need the cleansing. Light brings healing. You think of all the skin diseases and the laser uh, uh, treatment that's used. I use a sad lamp in winter. Now, I've not used it for a for a, a few, maybe three years now because my dear friend Anne-Marie shared with me about taking vitamin D and I load vitamin D into me during the winter and I don't need to use my sad lamp. Uh, your sad lamp is your seasonal affective disorder lamp. Uh, that's why they call it a sad lamp and it's to make you brighter rather than sad. And I've not needed it because I've used vitamin D and it's been really good. But, but light heals. And light brings salvation. And light brings growth. Your plants don't have a chance of growing if they don't have light. If we are the light of the world, I'm just spending a wee bit of time on this because God spoke to me about this. And I think I need to do this. When's light most likely to be seen? Light's most likely to be seen not at the middle of the sun and noonday, but in the darkness. Now, I think it was on Wednesday night that Sheila and Liz spoke about a map of England. I think it was a map of England or maybe a map of Great Britain where uh, it spoke about the tier system and what tier people in England would be in. And it was a black map. The whole of England was going to be in tier four lockdown. And they had it in black, which was very unusual. And we actually spoke about that on Wednesday night. And I thought to myself, it doesn't matter how black that map is. If there was a wee candle there, that would be the one thing that everybody's eyes would gaze on. That light. And it doesn't matter how black things are, brothers and sisters, round about you. You can be a ray of light for Jesus. Our testimony in times of hardship and blackness and trial and trouble is more relevant to people out there. Anybody can sing in the sunshine. Even I can sing in the sunshine. It's easy to sing in the sunshine. We all enjoy singing when the sun's shining. But if you can still sing in the darkest of midnight in your life, the world will hear your voice in a different way. The world will hear your voice in a different way. How is it these ordinary people at New Beginnings can cope with things better than me? Because they're better. No, because we've got Jesus. Only because we've got Jesus. Nothing to do with ourselves. Because we've got Jesus. He allows us to have this persistence in life. He comes in along with us. We're able to persist because we've got him in our life. Now it'll not be too long. Another five minutes, I think. Maybe seven. Treasures in jars of clay, but we have this treasure in jars of clay, verse 7, so that it may be clear 
that this extraordinary power belongs to God and does not come from us. Jars of clay in Paul's time were cheap, unimpressive, temporary containers. They weren't made to be attractive and strong. When I was young, I used to think I was attractive and strong. Now I just think I'm a jar of clay. Life's changed. See, when you get older, life changes. This is what Paul says Christians are. We're jars of clay. We're fragile. We're easily broken. But God places within us a beautiful, priceless message of salvation through God's love. It's wonderful, isn't it? And this jar of clay here, and the jars of clay around here, and the jars of clay in the people at home, your jars of clay, God has placed within you his priceless message of the gospel, which is sharing and showing God's love. And listen, he uses us in all of our inadequacies, with all our flaws, with all our shortcomings, with all of our, our weaknesses. In fact, do you know something? God will use us more if we share with him openly how weak we are because our strength is in him. And our strength comes in our weakness when he comes in and gives us his strength. There's an Old Testament story of Gideon. I think we, most of us will know it when uh, the Midianites were, were trying to kind of kill the Israelites. And, uh, and Gideon, who felt, he felt really flawed, he felt really weak, he felt really worthless. And he gathered, he gathered an army of 32,000 volunteers to fight for him against the Midians. Do you know what God said to him? I'm just trying to count here. Get rid of one. Get rid of thirty-one thousand seven hundred. We're just trying to count that there. Get rid of thirty-one thousand seven hundred. What do you mean, Lord? That'll only leave me with three hundred. That's that's your army, Gideon. You're going to beat the Midianites with three hundred men. So tell tell the other thirty-one thousand seven hundred they can get home and get their coffees. They can sit at home and have their lattes. They'll be okay. And they surrounded the Gideon, the Midian camp at night. And do you know what they had? Wee clay jars. And inside them they had candles. They'd wee, wee uh, clay jars and candles inside them. And when God gave the call, and when Gideon gave the call, what happened was they broke the clay jars. And the Midianites got so confused, they thought there was thousands and thousands and thousands against them. Because the light shone against the darkness. They started killing each other in confusion. And God used 300 people as ordinary clay jars with the light shining everywhere to confuse the Midianites. And the clay pots won. They were beaten by this dazzling light of God. But Paul makes it clear that we're jars of clay and that his power is revealed in our weakness. His power is revealed in our weakness. In one sense or another, we're all clay pots. 
sometimes clay pots are beautiful chinaware. Sheila loves her lovely chinaware. She just loves it. And her chinaware is always beautiful. And it's it, it's nice when she gives you a cup of tea in her, her lovely chinaware. I'm used with an old mug that Brian from Perth gave me. Sports Direct mug. But some of these chinawares, they crack easily. They crack easily. I was just thinking that over, over the years I've been involved with a good number of crackpots. I'll tell you that. Over the years. And over the years, I think other people have felt when they've been involved with me, they've been involved with a bit of a, bit of a crackpot. We're all fragile. Others are... Others are rough and rugged, other poets. I used to think I was rough and rugged, you know. Uh, baked in the sun, sometimes just half-baked. But you know what? We might be half-baked, we might be cracked. But God uses us in our humanity and our frailty and being flawed. And we're nothing but clay poets. But God still loves us. He still regards us as his riches. The important thing to beat the Midianites was not the clay pot, was what was inside it, the light of God. When you get a when you get a package, you know, a package from Am an Amazon delivery. Where's Rachel? And Nathan and Nathan. They get Amazon deliveries. I don't know what an Amazon delivery is other than this DBT van arrives at your door and somebody throws a package down and runs away. I remember when I was young, we used to play it, kick door, run fast. Well, if you ever played it that, kick door, run fast, you'll get a job with DPD because that's what they do. They throw it down and they run away. So when you get your delivery, I'm sure, do you just... Oh, look at that box. I think that box is beautiful. You know, you're just sold in this beautiful box that this guy from BDP has thrown at the back door. And it's lovely, isn't it? No. Where's the value? The value is in the thing that's inside, isn't it? That's where the value is. The thing that's inside. That's what, that's what you're waiting on. When you get your Christmas card... I don't think you sit and admire the envelope. Oh, what a beautiful envelope. Oh, Tommy and Anne-Marie have just, oh, what an envelope. That's beautiful. That's lovely. Or Joe Brown, Joe's given us this lovely Christmas card. No, you don't admire the envelope. You open it up and you look at the card and if it's Joe Brown, you just make sure the £50 note's not fluttering away somewhere. It's what's inside that's important. That's what's of value, isn't it? God has taken the most valuable thing in the universe and put it in jars of clay. That's us. Now I'm just going to finish shortly. Just a couple of things. Persevere and keep going. We're afflicted but not crushed. Perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. Struck down but not destroyed. What I said earlier was we can be knocked down. That's a killer blow. The killer blow. If you know anything about boxing, the killer blow is when you get knocked down. But do you know something? 
I was watching a fight not that long ago, a very old one. I think it was Muhammad Ali. And he had been up, he'd been knocked down three times, but you know something? He wasn't knocked out. He still won. He got back up and he won. We're knocked down, but not knocked out, brothers and sisters. Be persistent in 2021. In verse 8 and 9, Paul makes things two things clear. The depth of his suffering. You know how much Paul suffered? And the never-failing power of God. He was often pushed to the edge, but God never failed him. God is sufficient for any trial you face. Any trial you face, God is sufficient. His suffering was intense. It wasn't theoretical. It wasn't theological, although it wasn't a sense. He was often beaten and imprisonment, imprisoned. But God never abandoned him. He was never left alone. Don't lose heart in 2021. So we do not lose heart, even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day. For this slight momentary affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. I just kind of thought to myself, I had a wee smile on my face when I read this verse, our outer self is wasting away. It's hardly re relative to me, isn't it? <laughs> I thought, how do we look at myself? And I thought... Oh, jings, that verse doesn't actually apply to me. But I'll tell you what, as you get a bit older, as you get older, you just realise that as life gets tougher physically and emotionally at times. But Paul could say, don't lose heart because he believed that without a doubt that the most excruciating trials in life are minor compared to the glory of our, inherit, our eternal inheritance Paul could say don't lose heart he believed that without a doubt that even in the most excruciating of trials of this life that they're, in a sense they're minor when compared with the glorious inheritance that we have now what I want to say is that as we think forward to our glorious inheritance, you know, some, when you're in the middle of troubles, it's, it's no easy saying to yourself, well, this is a really tough time. This is a tough time. But you know what? I feel wonderful here because of my glorious inheritance. Sometimes it's not easy to do that, isn't it not? It's a bit unrealistic. But if we appreciate and embrace this glorious inheritance that we're going to have, it says the weight of eternal, the eternal weight of glory, it seems like, okay, what does that mean, the weight of eternal glory? It just means the rewards that are going to be heaped on us. The weight, the rewards, it's a positive thing, not a negative thing. The weight of eternal glory, the rewards we're going to receive, each person here in the hall and on Zoom, the wars, rewards you're going to receive in glory from the Lord. And a lot of that might relate to perseverance and suffering and things that you've gone through in this life. And embrace that. Embrace that. 
I just think about my brothers and sister Tommy and Anne-Marie. They've had a tough time the past few weeks. A really tough time. We've all been praying for them and I hope they don't mind me just saying this. As I share these words. But it's not easy when you're, when you're in the midst of something. To be able to think, oh, I'll just cope with this today. Feeling absolutely terrible. But I mean, I've got my, my hope of eternal glory. Sometimes that's not easy. But the more that we can embrace that, the more we'll be helped to cope with the situation we're in just now. I mean, I'm sure it wouldn't help Tommy if somebody said, by the way, Tommy, uh, just, just to let you know, I know you've uh, you've possibly got this new strain. This is the new word for 2021. SARS-CoV-2. You've got SARS-CoV-2. What's SARS-CoV-2? Severe. Acute. Respiratory. Syndrome. You've got, you've got SARS-CoV-2. Severe acute respiratory syndrome. CoV-2, the second strain of COVID. And you know some, Tommy, I just hope that makes you feel better because we've got this new word for 2021. No, you're going to be able to cope because you've got God in your life. You've got God in your life. Not what somebody says. You've got God in your life. I'm just going to finish now. Sheila said I'm not to say that I'm going on and on, but sometimes I do. Often I do. Last week comments, don't lose heart in 2021, brothers and sisters. God is with us each step of the way and each step of the day. Persistence and endurance are characteristics of new beginnings Christians. And our brother Shrew in Perth and our sister Shrew in Perth, where my brother Brian's on today. Where we have the fellowship of the saints, we're able to persist, we're able to endure and these are the characteristics of Christians. Shine the light of faith and love on others. And look up during lockdown. I'll tell you what, lockdowns, it might lock us down in the house. But it'll not lock us out of God. And it'll not lock us down to stop us looking up. Embrace the glory of our eternal inheritance. And be ready to serve the Lord, brothers and sisters. Be ready to serve the Lord this year. To reach out. Folk out there are anxious. And they're looking for answers to this pandemic. They're just looking for... There's something missing in their, in their life where they're not, they've not got the strength to cope the way we have. And share with them the love of Jesus this year. And cover all we do in new beginnings and prayer. I just thank you for listening to these mumbled words in a sense. And I just want to encourage you this year to persist in 2021, to keep going. Don't lose heart. But not only keep going, be an, keep going, be an overcomer. Be an overcomer. Get on top of things. Embrace God's love. Think of the future glory. And live in the light of God's presence. Amen.